0: all right hey folks this episode is with andrew brown he is uh, someone i've known for a while he's actually starting up his own podcast and he's going to be a stand-up comedian so we just have fun talking and kicking it along so lots of love and here's a show
1: all right I'm live you want to take a minute and introduce yourself oh yeah hi guys um, I'm Andrew it's great to be here uh, thanks for having me on the show man
0: yeah absolutely uh, what have you been up to lately
1: oh man I don't know uh, a lot <laughs> of it's just going to school at the moment. Um, trying to focus on some work and writing some jokes, I guess. Material is the hardest thing for me to honestly. Yeah,
0: you're doing a stamp comedy career now.
1: Yeah, well, I'm trying to. I don't really want to like call it a career at the moment because, you know, the scene, I'm so I'm so new to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and there are so many comics that have obviously been in the scene in Eugene for so long. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: that's the thing. If you probably don't ever move up to Portland, you probably never may. Like, no person's ever going to come to Eugene and be like, oh man, I'm going to give you a special.
1: That, yeah, exactly. And that's, and then, you know, that's the thing is like eventually, if it ever does come to that, that's where we'll have to go. You'd move? You'd move? Uh, I wouldn't, I don't know if the, hey, if it's all about the dinero, my yeah. guy. Like if, <laughs> if the money's good, of course I'm going to move. Mm-hmm. But like, um, you know, um, I do have another profession that I really enjoy and, um, this is kind of right now like something that I would like to develop as a side hustle.
0: Yeah, I like it. And so what kind of comedy? You, you mentioned something about storytelling or what's that going Well, be? yeah,
1: I mean, it's really hard right now because I think at the very beginning where I'm at, um, the jokes that I do, it's really hard to like find the funny in them. Yeah. And like, you know, I watch a lot of... Uh, up comics who just do like crowd work sets. And a lot of the things that they do Yeah, is you like mean they, lo- like locally here you watch. Them yeah, I will, yeah. I mean, some of the guys here do it locally. Yeah. Um, but like, for instance, you know, like I watch a lot of like Andrew Schultz, some of the new guys that are coming up, like mm-hmm. Theo Vaughn, who's yeah. probably in the scene for a while and just in like the regular comedy career, but mm-hmm. not a whole lot of people do like crowd work here. Yeah. It's all a bunch of jokes. Um, and it's really hard to kind of, like, find the funny in crowd work. but that's Crowd work's I,
0: always when you're like, Get, throw, out, throw me out an idea or something, someone does. No, right?
1: that, so that's improv. So mm. there's a little bit of a difference between crowd work and okay. improv. What's crowd like, work? Crowd work is like, I'll just, I'll see something and I'll make fun of somebody.
0: okay, like, yeah. Or, yeah.
1: Like, or like if someone heckles during yeah. the show, like, the other day, like, you know, obviously, um, I went to, you and I both went to North Eugene, mm-hmm. and, like, I, I did a joke about North Eugene, and somebody in the crowd went woo! And I was like, hey, you gotta be proud for something. Like, you know, like just coming up with improv on the scene about stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. That's funny, man, because I've seen. Oh, I don't even remember the name of the professional comedian, but like sometimes someone will throw something out, and the sometimes not even provoked, a comedian will just shit on one person in the crowd for oh, like yeah. a minute, and then the camera will show the person in the crowd, and he's like kind of laughing, and I'm like, oh, I always feel so bad for that person. Like, yeah,
1: dude. I mean, don't sit in the front row. No, yeah, <laughs> like you, you,
0: literally go there on a date, and then like your partner gets to see you just shit on it for oh, like yeah, five that, minutes.
1: Yeah, that's like that's like something that I mean. <sighs> A lot of the really good stand-up comedians can do that and like base their set off of something that's said or heckled at them, mm-hmm. and like that's how the the most like where it becomes like an art form is where you take your joke and you write the material, but then somebody heckles you and you work back into that material yeah. while shutting that person up.
0: Yeah, I like that because it's more that more live feel. It's funny. So I saw Joe Rogan live. I don't think I've ever even said this story, but so they take your all your phones and they put them in bags. So you get to keep it on you, but you can't possibly. Oh video yeah. It. But what happened was. There was this Hispanic guy and his girlfriend, and he kept laughing really, really, really loud. And Joe Rogan was so sly about it where he'd be like, shut up. And, and the rest of the crowd, like, I was like, wait, <laughs> did he actually just say that? And then he said it loud. He's like, you got to stop, man. And then he continued to stand up so well, and then he just fl- lost it on this guy. I mean, absolutely just started yelling. And then his girlfriend got involved. He's like, yeah, you tell him, Joe, or something like that. He's like, both of you, get out of here. Yeah. And it was crazy. I'm like, no wonder you guys don't want this videotaped. Um, but he did not try to, like, crowd work at all. I think he just went there to try well, to get through a That's the
1: thing is, like, when you get to that point and what you notice is, like, uh, stand-up comedians, like, in the business, if you're trying to get to, like, the level of doing a special, like... Uh, you're not there to work the crowd yeah. if you're doing like a comedy club or something like at, like obviously here in the scene like Lucky's is a place that you know like I've done it I've only done it once I want to do it so much more the and Amuse like, Days yeah, that's the one the I went days. to too.
0: was there a really big guy
1: who did crowd work most of the time oh yeah that's Mike Mike yeah. is hilarious yeah. dude he's the one
0: guy who I'm like I think I saw that here. yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, he does. That's that's what he kind of does. Like mm-hmm. where somebody, he'll pick somebody out. Like uh, one time, I remember I was at a show, and it's like one of the first shows that I, we went to. Um, he like picked me and my brother out, and we're like, "Wow!" He's like basically called us out for being gay. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was the
0: funniest shit ever. Yeah, we. Um, so you and your brother are both doing Sam comedy? No, or just he just
1: came. He just came to support me. Oh, that's super cool. Like I mean, yeah, I mean local boy. Yeah, I got, got some support coming. I brought from one else. friend to come when I tried it because I'm like, you like you find the person who's like the easiest
0: laugh, and that's oh, a yeah. good thing. Like if someone's an easy laugh. I like that person more. Um, so I found the person who's just the least judgmental, easiest laugh. I'm like, come. He's like, oh, should I bring my girlfriend or should I bring a friend? I'm like, no, no, no. Please, God, don't bring any
1: of them. Just come. That's that's how I am, yeah. man. Like, seriously, it's like, I I honestly, I feel like there's something really liberating about just going up there and doing it, like, by yourself. Yeah. And, like, with nobody in the crowd that knows you because it's then easier. I feel like, yeah, yeah I mean, because, like, there's, the worst case. there's no expectation, mm-hmm. right? Do you record yourself, though? Like, yeah, I do. Okay. I, I record... um I, I try to record every set I I go up on. Nice. I think uh, I think it's important to like feed that back. Yeah, absolutely.
0: hundred yeah. percent. Um and so when you're doing it, do you have it all written or do you are you a crowd work person then?
1: No, I like to I like to kind of start off with it, try and get people involved. Um it's I, it's hard. I mean, like that's that's where the art is, is like learning how to make fun of somebody but mm-hmm. not hurt their feelings. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it almost makes more sense to you s- know? Just open with like two at least two minutes of solid jokes and then new crowd work because if your first crowd work joke fails, I mean I think that's the brutalist part of doing co- like stand up is if you start cold it's like you're done for you're just gonna be up yeah, there for eight minutes I, with no laughing. I one agree with you
1: it. and that's the other part of like what what I try and to do with like the material that I write. Um, it's like that's the hardest part is finding the funny in the jokes like we were talking about. I mean before the show started I think but mm-hmm. finding that funny and. You know, is it in the delivery? Is it in the setup? Is it in the punchline? How yeah. many? Yeah, it's like where where is it?
0: It is goofy, man. I mean, do you have an overall thing? Because that's my favorite. I don't really watch that much standup. But I saw Dave Chappelle's his double special that happened before Sticks and Stones, mm-hmm. and the best thing they did was his first joke, like a middle joke and the end joke were all tied together. Yeah, and I loved and respected the hell out of it. So I'm gonna make sure my comedy involves that. Um, I'm actually trying to get like a full hour done and just record it almost cold like having barely done it in front of an audience but i don't think it's gonna go well
1: writing is i think the hardest part for me so like honestly there's no theme like i will okay. i'll think of something like right now like um i was actually like do you think you have a, like a crazy meter at all like like people like a crazy magnet like the like most m- ridiculous people, like will just walk up to you and start telling you their entire life story. Not me. You do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've known a few people like you though, or where crazy shit just happens to. Oh them. yeah. No, dude. Like some of the, Sometimes I'll just be chilling, like at a hotel in Colorado, and I'll be using the waffle maker, and this guy will just come up to me behind me, waiting in line for the waffle maker, and it takes forever to do that because you got to like flip them over. Yeah. But this guy comes up to me and he goes like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Small talk. All good. Whatever. I'm good with small talk. I think it's extremely boring. Yeah. But then I'm like, hey, well, he's like, what are you in town for? I'm like, well, obviously, I'm not going to tell him that I'm here for like a, one of my friend's weddings. So yeah. I was just like, oh, just in town for a couple of days. Like, that's cool. I've been here for a couple of weeks because my house burned down. And I was like... <laughs> cool, dude. Yeah. Why are you telling me this? <laughs> yeah, that's strange, But man. then I realized that the waffle maker was still going, and I had to sit there and continue to make conversation with him. That was brutal. So I was like, yeah, oh, dude, that sucks. And he goes... Yeah, and my dog died, and I was like, dude, oh this guy's an open book, and with this waffle maker, I'm sitting in the fucking library. <laughs>
0: Sounds like a bummer, man. You should go kill yourself
1: about
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, just, I mean, that's, I mean, I just honestly walk around with Bluetooth headphones at this point. I'm just oh, like. Oh, yeah. Well, me too. Yeah, because I'm like, all right, some conversations and stuff. I think the only time I've ever had, like, a really crazy meter happen was the one time I did go to LA. The guy who flew me down there and helped me get started, his, like, best friend was a guy who just came out of a coma, and he was like, a, like, you know Joey Diaz? Yeah, You know where you like kind of don't believe a word he says? Exactly. It was one of those people where he'd just be spouting off a story and I'm like, dude, I don't believe a single fucking word you're saying. Some people just spout off almost in a way that you're like, but then they'll say one thing that's true. So you're like, there's a nugget of it in there. Like I'm like, how much of what you're saying is true? That's my whole thing that I'm starting to judge life on is like. No one's 100% accurate with their words and stuff, but I'm like, anytime someone falls below like 60%, I just know everything that So say. You're,
1: you're like, not only is like your crazy meter on, but like your bullshit meter is pretty on yeah, too. Yeah, my right? bullshit meter is on more yeah. and more
0: now. And that's why when on the show, like I talk out my ass sometimes, but I always try to preface I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, here. yeah, dude.
1: I have uh, all my time <laughs> on this earth, I have no idea what I'm talking about. That's hilarious. Like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just kind of like the basis of it is yeah. like, I, I know what I know. I know what I don't know, and I don't know what I don't know. And That's like, hilarious,
0: man. I mean, you are hyped up on caffeine right now. I'm curious. Do yeah, you? it's
1: 125 milligrams. <laughs> I'm just kind of always like this, honestly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's too personal. Do you like? Do you enjoy any
0: substances? I mean, I personally, I don't have ADHD, but I love Adderall when mm. I take it.
1: No, I actually, I've never tried anything like that. Wow, um, okay, because I was
0: trying to make, I'm like, almost pegging. I'm like, dude, you seem like... On it, you know. No, man. I I actually,
1: I like to, I like to keep, I keep it pretty clean. Nice, especially like nowadays. um, uh, There was a a long time, like in the past, where like you know I was smoking weed, but like I kind of tried to not do that anymore. Yeah, just because it's like. It's not me, I guess. No. Yeah, it no. Doesn't, it doesn't you. make me feel good. So. Well, it's a phase that I think everyone
0: definitely goes through, and some people do it forever. I mean, Joe Rogan circle jerks marijuana every single day. Yeah, show. no, exactly. But for me, I'm like, like it was a blast in high school. But then after that, it feels mm-hmm. like I've, the more shit I have to do, the less I enjoy weed. Like if I had a week with nothing to do, I'm like, I have not a single thing I have to worry about. Yeah, weed might be fun. But if I even have like five things to do, I'm smoking weed. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I realize sure. how much yeah, I'm wasting. My, time. Like,
1: that's, a, that's a lot of the thing, Like, um, especially more recently, like, if I've ever done it and I have like a lot on my plate, it's not giving me that euphoric sort of feeling. It's giving me anxiety. Yeah. And that's brutal, yeah. man. I, I mean, weed is the only time I ever experience anxiety, yeah, too. So that's why I'm
0: like, why am I ever going to do this, you know?
1: <laughs> uh, so I know that you... I've Because so, I've been listening to your podcast, right? And cool. I know that you do experiment with like LSD and like... Yeah. And shit like that, right? Yeah. That's insane to me. Like how You've like, never done it? I've never done it. And it's his thing cool. is, I don't think I ever will because okay. I don't know... If I would regret ever like if, if I if I don't,
0: yeah, I'm not one of those people. Right. I'm not one yeah. of those people who thinks everyone should do it. Um, actually, the person who I uh, had on the show not too long ago, we talked about it, and then he afterwards like make sure to put in the description that I don't endorse doing it. I'm like, I don't think you even said you
1: should do it. Yeah, um, no,
0: and I don't think everyone should do it. I think it worked really well with me personally.
1: Um, Was it like to like expand your mind, like no, in the normal sense I'm of not it, all or like cliche
0: like that? I think it's. It definitely just gave me a different perspective. I'm like, well, like well, the first time you ever smoked weed, having been sober, you're like, oh, things aren't always like oh, yes. this. Okay, yeah, here so, it is. <laughs> so it's like an exponential difference from that where it's like, okay, I know what real life is. I know what weed is. I know what alcohol is. And then you try that and you're like, okay, I didn't really know. Now I kind of do. But again, you know, if I were to really look at my life critically, I'm not sure that it's like, oh, I wouldn't be happy if I didn't do it or I wouldn't be in the same position. You know, I think I would be just as happy and just as exactly where I am. I think yeah. it's just... It's fun. It's not a super enjoyable drug, but like the day after it, you're like, whoa, man, Reality's <laughs> funky, man. And honestly, I'll even know, like if I've done DMT or um, MDMA or whatever, I talk about it more on the shows in the week following because mm-hmm. I am so overblown with it. I'm like, oh my God, it's the craziest thing ever. Everyone should experience it at least once. And then like a month goes by, I'm like, eh, hey, you know. Yeah, whatever. Reality just kind of n- creeps in and just kind of removes all that you learned from it. But here's one thing that I have learned. Anyone who takes
1: ayahuasca becomes a massive douche about it. Um, I don't know if you've heard. like Yeah, the- dude, that's like fucking hardcore.
0: <sighs> like, me, you know, yeah. like hold on
1: everything i've heard about that is yeah. like you don't come back from ayahuasca
0: yeah or like, you like you know you throw up and you have to go like f- hypothetically to peru and stuff about it but just like uh aubrey marcus and kyle kingsbury and all those friends of joe rogan's that do it and they have their own podcasts and stuff i listen to them they're all about polyamory and they're all about life's all these lessons and the the teacher and all this stuff i'm like i oh, hate yeah, the dude. Way i had you a girlfriend that like time. that once did you really oh yeah
1: dude oh my god <laughs> how was it <laughs> It was, it was okay. something. I got to tell you that, like, again, here we are. A big, big into when I was, like, you know, kind of a ne'er do well kid.
0: Yeah. You I were mean, a ne'er do well like, kid. Being like,
1: like 20, 21. Yeah. Talk- I'm 24 now. So, yeah, like, for you an know, old. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm climbing up there. I'm almost rounded up to 30 at this point oh, in time. That's hilarious. Yeah. But <laughs> um, I, I used to, I had this girlfriend that was so big into, like, Satanism and, and polyamory. Yeah, it was, dude, it was a big... It, you, like, look at me, clean-cut white kid here. Yeah. That's a big step for me. You dated a girl who was into polyamory. Did she convince you to do it uh, while you were dating? No. Here's the thing. <laughs> Looking back on it now, like, I am all for, like, my, my monogamous relationship that I'm in now. It's, like, it's the best. I wouldn't ever trade it for the world. Yeah. I think that where I was back then, it was I was like kinda of using it as an excuse to just kinda, of, you know, fuck uh, on the side. Be a hedonist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be okay. a hedonist, you yeah. know. Just <laughs> do whatever the yeah, hell yeah, I we'll want. Try
0: whatever. I mean, from my from my perspective, the psychology of it would just be so overbearing. Oh,
1: dude, it's 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 hard. Yeah, you like literally have to give yourself to that, and yeah. like even then, you' like, be
0: like, "All right, this is gonna be really." Unless you just like literally go into it, and be like, yeah, hey, this is a friend with benefits, and they're gonna have other friends with benefits, and so will I." Yeah, right. But At that point, are you really dating? Like, maybe yeah, you exactly. Are. I know. You're it. not. That's hilarious. So you were you were in a polyamorous relationship. Like she almost kind of talked you into
1: it. Yeah, I would I would say that yes, you are correct. Nice. That's <laughs> cool.
0: Because that's another thing that I I talk. S- dude, it's all experience. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, like- it's all experience. So many. It's been. I think it's gonna be the next new fad where people are like, you know, vegan, keto, all these things. Mm-hmm. Like polyamory's getting big I'm hearing
1: about it more and more lately. I think it's I really do think it's just a selfish way to say fuck whoever you want. Yeah. I, I agree. really do think that. And here's the thing it seems like
0: guys would want it more than girls, but I think in, in a realistic situation, so say I'm a girl and you're a guy and we're yeah. like, all right, let's be polyamorous. It's a million times easier for me to get laid than it is you. Like a girl could literally get laid every single night oh, from 10 a different out of guy.
1: Oh yeah, so easily. Oh, dude, I was. It's so crazy though. I heard that there was this book about this guideline of how to pick up chicks. What? Like, I'm not, dude. I'm not a kidding. Guideline? Yeah, no, there's like a guideline book. Yeah. Some dude literally spelled it out. The uglier, the he, easier. Yeah. <laughs> well, kind yeah. of. Oh, my God. But but it was more like this thing of like you got to understand where you're at. You have to understand the psychology and like the game theory of how women look at things. Yeah. Like in a bar setting, mm-hmm. don't approach women at the bar. Set yourself up in order for them to come to you. Okay. And it's like, and like w- after hearing that, what? <laughs> I'm just like, dude, I've been fucking doing this all wrong. That's like, thank hilarious. God yeah. I found the person that I'm like think I'm meant to be with for the rest of my life. Yeah, so.
0: and that in itself is a weird sort of pressure to put on a relationship. You know, like yeah. I don't think. like, I mean, Are you guys married? Are you? No, just we're not. For I, mean, a while? I would
1: definitely say we're committed.
0: Yeah, cool. Mad respect for that. Um, it is such a weird, almost like like you can be doing really well, and then as soon as you start using a bigger term like that, you oh, almost yeah. are like like oh well, are we or something like that? Oh yeah. It's just a weird layer to add to something to be like, all right, we're definitely going to be with each other forever. I personally really like it, but I mean, like, definitely, like, six months. Like, how long have you guys been together? It's been over two years now. Sick. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. As soon as we were over two years, we started saying three years, so now we are three years. We're like, feels like we've been three years, to, like, for, like, two years now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, my whole entire <laughs> philosophy, and, like, one of my friends has this philosophy that I adopted, um, that, like, when you date somebody, like, two years, like, can you if you're, if you get to that two-year point... Yeah. Where, where is it? Dude? I'm with you. Yeah,
0: well, my parents always used to say that. They're like, before you ever marry a girl, be with her two years because you can't hide crazy for two years. I, you can't hide shit. You absolutely can. <laughs> 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 I've known people for multiple years now. I'm like, whoa. Some people are like, I've just been noticing it more and more that most people are batshit crazy. Yeah, like your bullshit the meter is
1: totally, is totally going off yeah. the moment that somebody steps up
0: to you and you're like, all right, this guy's. And I'm like, interesting. Or even just people you've been with for a long time. But to go back to the pressure, I don't know, man, because I don't think I could personally ever do a uh, polyamorous relationship. And I would even say that maybe that's, like, to my fault. Like, I honestly would say that I'm a a jealous, controlling kind Mm -hmm. of person in that way. But in the other sense, I'm like, but I think that's a strength. Like, would you want a girl who's like, yeah, I don't really care if you go off and fuck someone else? You'd be like, no. Don't you almost kind of want
1: someone to be protective over you? I think I want somebody to – I want somebody to want – to have the feelings associated with that strongly enough, but I don't want like any like action or like any rash decisions to be made off of that. Like what? You know, like, like I think like, you know, like, well, Fuck you. You're out doing this. I'm going to go, like, as a vengeful. I do that. Way to I'm so around, vengeful.
0: You dude. wouldn't. <laughs> 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 so that's not fair, though? That's no, so it's fair. Th- I mean, okay. sure. Like,
1: if you want to look at it as, like, eye for an eye sort yeah. of thing, hey, yeah. okay, all good. Right. Like, I'm not a philosophy teacher or any, th- any shit like that, man. But
0: we're, we're dating, and you're like, all right, I'm going to go hang out with this girl, go to lunch with this girl. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? I'm going to go dinner with this guy. You think that's vengeful? You don't think that's fair?
1: No, I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't care about that. Yeah, Honestly, okay. well, then it's not bad. Like I mean, yeah, I, I don't think it would be vengeful. I think it would be more along the lines of like, of like taping, taking that step too far. Too far, yeah. yeah no, I'm right? not for that. Right. But like I if mean,
0: you do something just mindlessly and they do it to get you back, yeah, you don't want to be like time ten. I don't know, like, dude. You talk to a girl, I'm gonna fuck ten yeah, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's not a play, <laughs> But you just don't want to be. You'd almost hope that the girl would do that the first year you're together.
1: Yeah, and then just like okay, now that it's two years, you did that, and yeah. I don't know what to do. But well, that's the brutal thing about
0: being in a relationship where it's like. If you don't know something for long enough, but it's like, what if the opportunity never comes up? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's just right. it, it weighs heavy in everyone's head that there is always a pot. Poss- like the person I had on just the other day, he's like, I'm kinda of worried that like a partner's gonna cheat on me. And I'm like, I wonder if that ever like a hundred percent goes away. Like if you're 45 in a relationship for 10 years, are you like, Nope, there's zero percent chance me or my partner will cheat. I don't think that ever goes away. Yeah. I think everyone's always kind of slightly worried about it. But here's the thing. Are you worried about it because there's a chance you will? Because that tends to be the thing. Like If I was really suspicious that you were cheating on me, it tends to be because I'm considering cheating. Fucked up role play, dude. (laughs) No, but like I'm saying, like it kind of is. No, but that's how that tends to be how human nature is. If like the more that I'm kind of like, ooh, like flirting with some Uh girls, or if I was if I was a girl, I'm flirting with some guys, I would be more suspicious of you that you were cheating. Mm. If I was never even considering cheating on you, I wouldn't tend to be as suspicious about you. So that's a weird thing that you can notice in people, like the way that they're acting toward you tends to show a lot about themselves.
1: Ah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm like, for me personally, like also, here's the thing that I think if we're going to circle back to this whole entire polyamory is the next cultural phenomenon Mm -hmm. shit, right? Like that's something that I learned from that experience is like how to cope with those sort of feelings. Of jealousy,
0: you ended up coping with them eventually.
1: Yeah, I mean, like How? It,
0: the other, ah, dude.
1: <laughs> by just not caring about a her? lot of, yeah, is I that mean, really half coping? How, oh wow, fuck, is that really coping? <laughs> yeah, if oh, you're like, Jesus. all right, well, you
0: no longer care about this person. Well, I mean, I
1: guess there's a reason why I'm in a, uh, in a monogamous relationship at the moment yeah well, i mean I think, I think better no i'm yeah. kidding i'm so uh, sorry I mean. poly people who listen to this
0: i'm sure anyone who's polyamorous who listens to <laughs> oh do the they show's know it's
1: fucked st- up they're not they're not gonna act like they don't oh, know really it's fucked i was up. gonna
0: say they've shut it off by now because i've shit on not even shit on <laughs> it but i've questioned it so many times because i mean swear to god i listen to duncan trussell's podcast he talks about i listen to yeah, all these different things i'm like all right maybe it's just like a rich la people thing to do or they're like i have enough money i can convince my wife to let me fuck other mm-hmm. people
1: i am th- thinking it's like whatever do whatever you want to do man i don't care but it, like In comedy, right? Just Mm got to be prepared to get made fun of. Yeah. That's what I think about, like, the internet. That's what I think about, like, life decisions. Yeah. Like, you're going to do it. You're going to put it out there. It's going to be subjected by a lot of different people.
0: Yeah. Mad respect for that. Yeah what's really interesting is I haven't had that many people critique the show and it's almost as like damn does no one care enough for that but I'm like you know what I'll just take it because at some point I mean like on the show I'm very open about like you like I like Bernie and Trump and I'm shitting like I have very strong opinions on this but no one's ever been like fuck this guy he's doing wrong and honestly I've had a span of 20 episodes where there's no females on the show and stuff like that but I've heard other people critique shows like there will be one-star reviews like oh not enough women on this show for some reason I haven't gotten any of that so I'm very grateful everyone who listens to the show thank you for not being super critiqueful yeah I
1: mean that's awesome. Yeah, I just yeah wow that whole entire oh god your also your political stance and mind really line up very quickly. Do they really? Yeah, I don't like to talk politics, yeah. but like um, I I will say that like you know in in one episode I can't remember who you were talking about, but like it might have been the one with that Dan guy who made Singularity, which mm. by the way, dude. He always said every single time he brought that up mm-hmm. that like he wasn't trying to make any money from it. Yeah. If you ain't about the money with this shit, it really though, get out. It's a weird thing <laughs> to, to signal to people. I'm like, oh, I don't care about money. I'm like, like you're well, just you're make, we all you're do. Just making about, you're just making art. Yeah,
0: I know. It's funny. That said was that guy's laugh so loud in that oh, show? No, it was fine, dude. Oh, really? It was
1: great. You even like made the, the whole entire disclaimer at the very beginning. I didn't find anything wrong with it. <laughs> okay, I'll be cool. With you. Beautiful.
0: No, that guy was kind but, of funny. But here's man. the thing. Was yeah. he like doing this shit <laughs> the yeah. entire time? But he wouldn't go back. He would laugh into the mic. So I had to I did make it really quiet because I'm like, dude, he fucking yells in my ear. I really like the guy. That's great. Um, he started yelling about politics halfway through the show. So I tried to like pull him away from it as much as I can. Yeah. My goal, wait, wait, wait so what do you mean? Wait, you said... It's the same in and that like, episode. There's good,
1: there's good and bads for both sides. Mm, yeah. Um, and you can look and see the good and bads for both sides. It's a beautiful way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, like, the other thing is, too, like, we can't just sit here and, like, act like Trump isn't the funniest president we've ever had. Thank you. He's whole. Yeah. I might hilarious. hate all of his. I may hate all of his policies, he's and I hilarious. hate a lot of his policies. Did you see the Mike Bloomberg tweet today? No, the Star Wars that? one, bro. I'm gonna. Uh, this is That's so disrespectful. Well, I mean, but I'm going to pull out my yeah, phone. Yeah, no, show get
0: you. it. I mean, he was giving a speech, and he's like, well, "What about Mini Mike?" And he like goes down on the podium to yeah, pretend know, to be dude. him. I'm like, he's funny. He's <laughs> tweeting memes and stuff. I'm like, hopefully, it stays on to at least the next or the you know falling presidents where they'll just start doing that. <laughs> It's right. I, I love Twitter. But Mini like, Mike, you're easy. Oh my <laughs> god, that's a hilarious video. That's um, so funny. Well, did you see? That he also retweeted one. Um, someone photoshopped him going to India. And it was like him from a Persian fighter movie.
1: Oh yeah. It was the funniest shit. It's, and like the the one with Melania in front of the uh the right the Taj Mahal and she, like Melania was in front of the Taj Mahal and then like one of these like some verified person on Twitter from India. I don't want to like. I don't even know who the guy's name was. Yeah, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't honestly, wouldn't Mm -hmm. be able to pronounce his name unless I put it into Google Translate. Mm -hmm. But like, he like photoshopped himself into it and that went viral. And I thought it was the funniest thing ever, like all cuddling up with Melania. I
0: don't
1: know, man. It's chaos. And I mean, I think it is indicative of where we
0: are. I think there's so many people who are like, I can't fucking stand to listen to another politician bitch at me mm-hmm. in, like, this weird double speak. So just give me a... Like, I mean, does he even use more than one-syllable words ever? No, dude.
1: He, like, <laughs> like, I don't
0: think he does. It's He's like spe- a newspaper. He's yeah. written at a fifth-grade level. So I'm like, and, like, he didn't do any... that He did some. He didn't do that much tangible evil in the four years that, like, oh, makes him like, oh, he was so bad. I'm like, I think he did a lot of good in terms of breaking ground on having a president be funny and have him speak in a way that... Like the normal people can listen to him and tweet more. Like, that's way better than just getting an undress once I'll, a year. I'll,
1: I'll give him that he's a real person. Yeah, he's a real. Is he though? I don't even know, man. I, I mean, I think he's like. A, I honestly think like maybe he's a real person, but then like again, maybe he's the reality star Donald Trump yeah. that's just running into office. That's just a face. Like, I think if you're a reality Got star a for that long, a lot of different thoughts about that. But I, yeah. just, it's I just, I have no so idea. Decide for it. Yeah, but
0: I mean, like, like I can hold that belief where I'm like, yeah, you know, what? I think Trump's a funny person and all that stuff. But I also think the left wing has a lot of things to do. Yeah, and
1: absolutely. Good. And like, I think to. To sit there and hate somebody yeah, for so like much. for that so much yeah. for his Twitter presence and yeah. thing like that, you're trying to not enjoy life. Yeah. I know. Well, you're letting him win. That's the
0: thing I like to yeah, say. You're letting absolutely. him win. He's trying to troll you, and you're like, "Oh, I'm mad about this." He's like, winning. Then. Yo, dude, laugh <laughs> a
1: little bit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I know. Like it would take all power away if you weren't like, "Ooh, I hate this yeah, guy." So I'm like, "You people." The the biggest thing that I'm completely against is any blue will do. Like you're. What makes the Democratic Party think that they can do whatever shit they want and fuck over whoever we want to put forward? They're like, oh, you know, you blo- you'll vote blue anyways. I'm like, all right, because of that, if they screw Bernie out, I'm not voting Democrat. That's, that's I probably like won't vote.
1: That's like that, 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 like, I think like with Trump, dude, the pendulum, 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 pendulum yeah, yeah. swung way too far to the right. My girlfriend yeah. made fun of me for saying that. Pendulum. Today. Pendulum.
0: Pendulum. I'm, I say it's Pendulum.
1: Really? She says pendulum. Oh, uh, let's go. I'm pretty I, sure there's a J in it, pendulum. <laughs> yeah. All right,
0: leave a link. Um, in she's wrong. to it. <laughs> no, um, but again, that's the beauty of the Republican Party is that they actually got behind him. It's like Bernie, it seems like, okay, the Democratic Party should no get, one behind wants to get behind him. But yeah, you stay away from like politics. Bunch. I'll get you away from politics. No, it's well, okay.
1: It's it's fine. It's like I, if, when the moment we start arguing about policy is yeah. like where I'm going to be like, I right, do, yeah. and I don't care about policy. Care that about guy policy. did though. The, the singularity
0: think, app guy. He was like almost yelling. I, know. I about was it. like, <sighs> oh, hey guy. That's why I try to get guests off it. I'm like, Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. got it. Like, no, you I can think,
1: talk. I think that whole entire dating app thing that he had was hilarious. Yeah, and then I think I have ideas like that, and. Why not try and make money off of it? Oh, yeah,
0: 100%. <laughs> he
1: probably did. It probably just didn't work. And then you yeah, want to tell, uh, like, you uh, don't wanna... uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think
0: at the end of the day, no one wants to be visibly a failure. So yeah. if you didn't make money off something, you just say, virtue signal, hey, I didn't want to make money off of it. But we all want to make money.
1: No one wants to die poor. Hell yeah. No, I, this is the reason why I'm in the stand up comedy biz, bro. <laughs> So that's a lucrative business. I heard. (laughs) It Absolutely is not. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So
0: did you just watch a bunch of stand up and you're like, I can fucking do that? Was it a bad stand up? No, actually. You
1: you know the thing is, I actually listened to. um, I mentioned before the show, Chris D'elia, Theo Vaughn. These guys are like my favorite comedians, and their podcasts are huge. Yeah, and I listen to a lot of Chris D'Elia podcasts, and just listening to him talk about it. Bill Burr too. Bill Burr's great. I know. I love Bill Burr. Like he's so funny, and just like when he talks to his 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 audience about stand up comedy, he's literally just like you know. And the thing that I find about it is like I get on stage, and if I can make one person belly laugh, Mm -hmm. then I've done it. then that's that's made my night for me or like you know huh yeah no i i got like a couple of jokes that like i know have worked in the past those are the ones that i you know put in the set every time nice and then those are the ones that i can like move around to the front to the back see where we're at
0: well i'm gonna come watch you someday then
1: maybe i'll go up too but i'd like to hear the no absolutely and that's the thing too is like you i'm trying to do three open mics a week. Wow, I'm trying. That's to. grinding. I'm trying to. It's yeah. really tough to balance it with all the other like school, work, mm-hmm. stand up. But at
0: what point do you assume the crowd's already heard your jokes? At that
1: point, you I, know? I think I think that you just not you have to not care about it. You have to not care about it. <sighs> Because there's always going to be one or two people that's new to it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're always going to be the ones that are going to belly laugh, and yeah. the laughter is infectious. Nice, yeah, that's a good. You point. know what I mean? Like you, I actually mentioned Jonathan, the kid that you brought to mm-hmm. your stand up. You brought him because he was the biggest laugher in the room.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wait, how do you know about that? Do I say do on I listen? Show? Really? Yeah. That's so funny. I, I listen, dude. <laughs> come so on. That's so funny. Yeah. Jonathan, I mean, like, <laughs> he is a laugher. He just does. Like, him being in a room makes the room funnier. Yeah, so, exactly. So, like, I picked him out of everyone. I'm like, I want him to come, man. Because he's just non judgmental too.
1: Yeah. And, um, like, the moment somebody big laughs like that, oh, yeah. like, it's, it's over.
0: It helps. It well, helps. And so I went up, and, like, the person who actually introduced me said it was my first time. Uh, doing stand-up. So I think everyone was just being kind of generous. But I'm like, I got quite a few laughs in like the that three helps. or four minutes that I did it. But again, it was just a bunch of other stand-up com- comedians kind of probably feeding into it. So I'd come back,
1: have that's, a game back. I don't know about that, though. You know, don't, I don't think that's the case. I think that comics are harder to make laugh. Mm, probably. But I think they were being generous.
0: Like, if I heard it was your first time standing up, I'd probably be an oh, easier yeah, laugh than For normal. sure, or like the psychology of that. But other people got no laughs. There was two people who went up where it was just like, dead silent for about five or eight minutes mm-hmm. where i was like okay please let that end but that other guy the big guy who does the crowd work yeah he was up there so long that like the guy the big, kept yeah the guy kept telling him to be done he's like all right just one more
1: and then he'd do two more I'm the like, big self-deprecating humor yeah thing. Well, when you're killing it dude yeah if you're when you're killing, killing it, it why would you want to get off the stage killing it in a room of 10 people right, or i know people. i know it's so weird to like think about that but like that's the comedy scene that we have here and like the the scene and who books shows here mm. i'm from what i'm learning is the comics the people oh, cool. the people who do it yeah. and the people who run the scene book the shows mm-hmm. and in eugene especially like from what i understand so like those are the people that you need to get good on yeah so. actually i had two uh, comedians from
0: portland that came down to headline here mm-hmm. they both came on the show nice. while they were down here so I'm, that's really cool I, I need cool. to listen to
1: that episode I, I that was the one i haven't put them out okay, yet okay cool yeah, yeah, yeah. all right
0: yeah. So I'm like 30 episodes. This will come out in like
1: April. I'm excited for that. Or one. May, yeah. Hey, all good, man. Yeah, hell beautiful. yeah, that's um, exciting. I
0: actually really, and that's why as soon as you said you were doing stand coming, I'm like, you should come on the show, man. That'd be fun. Yeah, th- Cause I mean, it's just fun. What do you
1: What do you think is like the difference between like your normal guest that you get on there? Because like I'm interested in starting a podcast as well. Yeah,
0: you should, man. That's right. why as
1: soon as you said, it, I'm like, get these mic, like, do this, this. Yeah, and this. yeah, yeah. No, like, I, I definitely want to. I think it's a creative outlet. You should, man. You like, can get all. Do you have a laptop? I do. You can get all the gear for 300 bucks. Yeah. Highest quality
0: you. gear you can get oh, for, much yeah. for 300 bucks. Do yeah, it.
1: No, I'm definitely going to do it. Yeah. Um, but it's just a matter of like, do, like how much time do I want to commit to it. But then like I've found myself in this like you got to commit to it or else it's never going to get done mm-hmm. sort of mentality. Would you
0: want two people or more like four people?
1: Um, I think it would probably just be two people maximum. Mm, I think yeah. a lot of it pr- would honestly probably be like solo. really stream of consciousness what
0: that would be the hard i don't think i could ever do like bill burstall monday monday morning monday morning podcasts
1: whoa Uh dude i could not ever what would you talk i mean i would well here's the thing is like i probably wouldn't put anything out until i'd at least have some stuff that i'm like happy with like Mm -hmm. some i get comfortable with it i do like a test run or something Mm -hmm. and then i get the chance to to run it back through and talk about some new stuff and just uh help connect so would you edit it I don't know if or I Or just would. do an hour and just, I yeah, think I would boom. just do an hour.
0: Then you should. You should put out your very first one and just don't promote it to anyone until your first good episode, 10 episodes in. Yeah, then exactly. Then promote it so people can see where you came from. That would be that's, cool, man. I know. That's, that's. I would come on your fucking show. That'd yeah, be I know. And that's
1: the thing is like every now and then do a couple guest shows and yeah. like, you know, keep filtering those ins to help because like, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, you can grow your, your platform. You can reach new publics and stuff like that through that yeah. sort of, yeah. you know, method of bringing people on. But I just think it would be fun. It would be cool, man. Um, The
0: biggest difference between regular guests and comedians are that they give back more. Like Mm -hmm. I just kind of mentioned I'm not gonna tell what date it is or who I did the show with earlier today. But the guest just was like such a one way conversation to the point where I'm like, Do you have regular conversations in your life? To some people, I'm like, do you ever ask a question back to someone? But I think some people think it's an interview.
1: Yeah. And I mean that's I think that's just the difference of like fun. Yeah. Like who Yeah, no, I'm with you. You gotta have somebody with some sort of character
0: you gotta um to the point where I've noticed and I've started booking more of just my friends because like Uh when I have professors and smart people on people don't like those episodes as much as they just like two people talking to the point where I came into this wanting to like be kind of moderately educational and now I'm like people are just lonely and want to hear people talk and kind of learn in a more conversational manner I'm like fuck I guess I do too so now, now I just focus on those shows more
1: yeah this is this is honestly like podcasting is like one of the craziest platforms I'm so interested in it but like I don't know, man. I th- I was listening to like that, and I, and I just got off walking here. I was listening to the one that you just released with Mike Morris, who we oh, also cool. went to. Bring. He's an awesome. I'm guy. telling you, dude. I listen. I study. That's kind, man. I, I appreciate do my shit. that. Yeah, no, and I I enjoy the podcast. So I'm like super happy that like this is an opportunity for me to come on. And as soon as you start one, I'll promote it on the show, man. Come back Let's on the show, but, yeah.
0: Do- <laughs> I want to start a podcast network here in Eugene. That person who was just here, at Dirtball. I mean, I've done a few episodes with him. Um, he so he just uh, I don't know he does a ton of shit around here, man. Hell yeah! But I'm like, you should start up a podcast, and everyone should, and then we could all just network. share guests. Yeah, just network. I think, I think as long as all the creatives, like all the stamp comics and uh, authors and f- photographers, and everyone's staying separate, no one's going to make it out of Eugene. No, oh, yeah, of course. You know, you literally just kind of have to band together, all help each other's social media, share. You know, that's the only way anything will work. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But oh, yeah, man. man. So what do you got going on in your near future? Hmm. Just working in stamp comedy. What are you going to school for
1: again? Uh, It's basically a fancy way to say, get my degree and get me out of there. A Um, degree in uh, something you're not going to use? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, the industry that I work in right now, I've been in there for five years. Mm. And I I know, like, the business of it. So... And, you know, a lot of school is going to learn the skills to help you in an industry that you're interested in. So you're getting a business degree, or sports degree? So I'm getting like a a general social sciences with a focus in applied economics and business. It's really just like, okay, I didn't have good enough grades to get into the business (laughs) school. Let's be real here. That's 21 hilarious. hit, and I spent a lot of time at Taylor's. Yeah. Um, rip Taylor's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Someone's going to buy the naming rights, and it'll be right back up in about three months. Really? I, I, I mean, that's the way that I think it's going to happen. If it's under
0: new management, they can get
1: their alcohol. Yeah. Oh, interesting. They, okay. they might have to change. They might want to change the name. Yeah. But I think somebody's going to buy that property and turn it into a bar again. 100%. Because yeah. they're not going to make it as a restaurant. Oh, yeah. And you absolutely can't deny the fact that that place was making
0: bang. Oh, unbelievable. unbelievable bags. money. Yeah. They just go to selling coke under the table. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, we can't sell alcohol here. More like roofies, Ten you know? times more. Fun. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> I've been thinking about it, man. Because um, there's one substance that I take that you could almost consider a roofie. There's um, the substance Phenibet, and it's legal and mm-hmm. everything. And it's like a legal Xanax that you can just buy and take. And I'm like, and it's tasteless. It's like a, literally a tasteless powder that's legal to buy and very cheap. So I like Xanax myself sometimes. Um, but I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy to know that people can roof each other that easily.
1: Yeah. Spooky shit, I, man. I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just insane. Well, it's just fucked up. Like, why it's would just anyone? So, why? You're a desperate motherfucker. If you're like, like, I just, just told you guys someone. all about the guidelines to picking up chicks. So you read the book? No, I haven't read the okay, book. I, doing, like, I don't know if I judge
0: you for <laughs> reading the book. I like,
1: heard about it, okay, right? No, yeah. and, I, and I know that it's out there, and like that's like the same shit that like you know you see on the internet of like how to get girls. Yeah. That's if you were to go back to so the dating weird. game, would you just go online or would you go to bars? I don't know. I think I would just
0: because that'd be the number one hit just go online probably
1: yeah i mean i bet the number one hit would be going But online is so weird it never worked for me it never worked for me it never probably will ever work because you didn't read the guidebook well hopefully it'll never work hopefully you stay with your partner yeah no i think (laughs) i yeah but um tinder and that stuff that place is so freaking weird dude the amount of fake people on there Mm -hmm. is ridiculous yeah like i actually have a a joke that a guy that sent me a dm of a picture a guy you matched with a guy no dude like on on <laughs> Are my you inst- sure on my in- oh, oh, yeah, your no. instagram, on like my a instagram guy he matched sent him. me a, a picture of mm-hmm. uh, this tinder profile that was using my likeness uh, like basically catfishing as me really yeah i got i got dude i got fucking catfished wow bro. did they um, offer to give you some of the money from it no dude he's he like he's like i'm pretty sure this isn't you and yeah. i was like yeah it's not me and then i like looked at the profile i was like looking through it and i was like dude why are you, he's <laughs> he using... gets more matches than i do yeah i bet you he does <laughs> that's so <laughs> the, funny the gay community is crazy is, with it, like gay, is it gay the gay community yeah oh that's too funny. he was using it as me to pull
0: dudes oh my god off of tinder so i've never understood how that works so they just getting money or do they eventually meet up they're like hey i'm not that guy but i'm still the person you talk i think with. they're
1: just trying to get dick pics dude i'm gonna be real with you that's so i funny. i think they're trying to i think I there's an infinite I amount of those on the, the thing internet. is my brain will never fathom why no. the hell you would want to do that yeah, you to literally somebody.
0: have your own dick you can look at
1: yeah exactly like your own dick you can look at or like
0: <laughs> god catfishing the gay community that's something i never thought even existed yeah oh yeah totally dude my always my always concept of it is like it's really hard for guys to pick up women but it seems like guys picking up other guys because you can you're on the same page it seems like you're like hey we both want to fuck you good um, are, are we both good looking you say yeah like all right let's go
1: that's it i had a gay roommate you did yeah like um <laughs> like a year ago and like that was the thing that he mentioned the most is like how straightforward the gay community is good it's like it's like very like to the point, man. Yeah. And it's it was like Ooh. fascinating. He like showed me like a little bit about it and I was like, dude, this is crazy. Did I was like, I could never imagine a guy and a girl interacting in that space. Yeah.
0: Hey, I'm good looking. You good looking? Or like, hey, yeah. hey you're are good you looking. Do you fuck? think, yeah. Are you down to
1: fuck? Yes. Okay. Come over to my house uh, this time. That is not in the guidebook. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if anything, the guidebook is like, try to elude that that's not what you want the very most. And the girl's guidebook is know that he just wants to fuck, but pretend like he maybe doesn't. Yeah. I mean, that's I, and in your early 20s, that's all that dating is. The reason
1: is. why I'll never read that guidebook is because I think that, and, and the author actually, I believe, follow, I, and here's the deal. Listen, I have no freaking clue what I'm talking about because I just heard this from somewhere but I know that that exists I looked it up the guidebook exists but the follow up to that was a book saying like why you shouldn't use that really yeah that's funny because it's about like degrading women to make them feel less of themselves to get with you oh yeah
0: well, it works. It works.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, uh, a book that works.
0: I didn't read, but I'd heard of, and then I met someone who had read it, and I'm like, oh, thank God, I never read it. It was like How to Influence People and Make Friends or something I'm like a, that. A,
1: a, I want to read that book.
0: Don't. So I met someone who actually read it, and talking to him was off-putting because I could tell he's like he'd never want to disagree with you. He'd always reframe things mm-hmm. in a positive. Like he'd he'd go through like as I read like the Spark Notes of it, I'm like, well, what the fuck? Because I heard so many positive reviews about it, and so you know I don't read it's that much, the, but
1: it's one of those classic. classic. Classic, um, classic book. It's a a classic book for business. Yeah, that's that's. It's but Dale, I, Dale I read Karni, it, right? And it made, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Um, it
0: made the guy seem so ingenuine that I would never mm-hmm. want to do biz with, with him. Now
1: hey, your bullshit's going off. Yeah, the my shirt,
0: bullshit huh? goes off. I think everyone has a bullshit meter. I think mine's pretty attuned. I don't think I have a crazy meter necessarily or crazy magnet. Ma- I got a crazy Did you mean magnet, magnet when you said dude. it? Because yeah, you said not meter. I meter.
1: I mean, bullshit meter, crazy meter, kind of the same thing, but I got a crazy yeah. magnet.
0: Yeah. I have a bullshit magnet. I swear to God, people just approach me <laughs> and they'll just start spouting off shit. Luckily not on the show. Oh, people, you got a podcast. Yeah, oh, okay. People good, seem no. pretty, people (laughs) seem pretty honest on the show which i'm always surprised about i'm like i don't know man it's a weird platform
1: man that's all i like that's super a cool platform to to have
0: yeah i mean i've tried the other platforms but this is the only one that actually makes sense today and there was some um I don't even remember the website, but they put out like all the stats on it. And they're like, there's 1.5 billion websites, um, all these different like e-commerce platforms, but there's less than 1 million podcasts. So they're like, it's the one thing that's still possible to get into. It's easy to get into the 98th percentile and stuff. They're like, it's actually probably one of the easiest mediums to break into, even though everyone's like, oh, there's already a million podcasts. And people are
1: hungry for it too. Yeah, they are.
0: Because if you work eight hours a day, Joe Rogan puts out three hours, four times, three times a week. You know, um, I put out one hour, three to, like, three times a week. So it's like, you know, there's not a never enough to fill 40 hours a week. So I don't know. That's why I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I'm just going to give into it.
1: Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's, it's cool.
0: And you're just going to put out one, one hour once a week. I think that's what I want to stream of consciousness. That's what I want to start doing. You should do it. I'd be happy to do. you, do you know audio engineering stuff?
1: I actually need to learn more about that. I've learned so much since, like, the thought process of it. And that's another reason why, like, you know, I need to just commit to getting the gears. Do you have a Mac or a Windows? I have a, a PC. Gross. So hey man, well, I can't listen, help you that dude, much. Anymore. I got an iPhone, I got a PC. Like the next computer <laughs> I get will definitely be a, a Mac. It's funny.
0: I had I don't have an iPhone, but I have a my Mac computer. That's so weird. iPhones I fucking hate because you can't just pick where the apps are on the phone and this was way cheaper. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. for some reason computers they matter so much like they're I just I've had a PC in the past. And it was just like it started up slow, and it, I mean, I swear to God, I replaced the battery, get a new plug for it, and everything, and it still would break down. I'm like, all right, this is a piece of shit at this point.
1: I, the phones pissed me off. <coughs> I would so much rather have a Pixel or something.
0: Yeah, I might get a Pixel next. Right now, I have an LG because my last four phones have been LGs. Like LG4, LG6, LG7, lg thing going on. And I'm like, I've never had one break on me. I even dropped one in like in water, worked fine. Um, I just gets like three or four years go by, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna get a better Man, now phone it's now. Slow. So um, I, I'd, I'd almost do even free ad space for for my shows before my before they start It's just like get an LG phone. They're sick. <laughs> if you're sick of Apple, um, <laughs> but this guess, is not an ad, but it is. It <laughs> is it, but it is. But I could almost even help you start off like the audio engineering part. of Oh Apple. yeah,
1: dude, I'd be I'd be so stoked to to like learn. Some yeah. more about that because like if this is like a goal and something I want to commit to, like I want to yeah. do it the best I can.
0: Do it, man. And anyone who's listening to the show right now, especially if you live in Eugene um, and you want to start up a podcast, I can send you the gear and kind of help you get going.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's, it was easy. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, that'd be great. And that, that podcasting network idea would It'd be, be so cool cuz yeah, I think
0: so. The hardest thing aside from obviously growing an audience and getting quality shows is getting guests, like actually getting good guests to have on the show, but like I have some cool ones lined up and I've done some cool ones, but it's always such a thing. Um any big guests, like a comedian's coming into town and I reached out to him and his manager replied to me. He's like, "What are your statistics? Where are the people living? How old are they? Where?" And I'm like, yeah, "All those the need they all would need to tick his audience, like they needs to be majority male living in these three states." And that I'm like, "Dude, the well, well, it's not and then like and that
1: is something that i think is complete horseshit yep and that is something that i think I'm that, that guy needs a new manager i yeah my whole thing <laughs> is i would never want <laughs> a would, manager i don't want to i don't want to hate any on anybody like their their process or their yes. business but like yeah you can reach as many people as you
0: mm-hmm. can well, and I get it probably wouldn't be worth his time because he's he's actually yeah, a pretty of course, big community coming here to
1: make money yeah, yeah, but
0: it's like one hour here's my thing. I would maybe even have a manager, but I would take most small gigs as long as it's an hour less of my time like if you just started up a podcast, if you had twenty episodes and even a couple dozen listeners, mm-hmm. I would, even if I was huge, I would come on your show just to be like, but then I'd be like, give me 3% of your show, Oh yeah. but I'll save you five years of audience growth by coming on and promoting it.
1: Yeah, no, of course. Why
0: wouldn't someone do yeah. that?
1: Fuck. Yeah, I know. I, it's, it's, it's just so weird to me.
0: Yeah. I'm like, as soon as someone gets big, they're like,
1: I'll never help poor motherfuckers. So I also, I want to ask something about you. Like you are big into film arts. Yeah, I like it. Right? Yeah. So you've seen did you see any of like the the Oscar nominations No, I don't oh. watch the Oscars. Really? Was did it good? You, did you have you seen any of the movies that were I didn't see Parasite. Is oh, it, that's the one you're getting to, bro? That's the one. Was that the movie one you're getting, getting to? Only Oscar nominee that I watched. That's so funny. I called it the to. only one. Uh, everyone just circle jerked it for like a week. God, <laughs> I, well, hey, guess what? You're about to hear it again, motherfucker. Great movie. Go watch it. that. Good of a movie. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not a big film guy. It was about like the Asian, um, the
0: Chinese family or something. Yeah, Korean it was family? about.
1: It was about this. Uh, I think it's a, a South Korean family that like to the Parasite. They're like the difference and between like the poor and the rich and how they live together. And yeah, it's really weird. It's All intense, right. but I would definitely recommend going and doing it, but you are a creative yourself. Yeah. I love creating chat. Right. What is your process on that here in Eugene? Cause you mentioned that like, you want to start this podcasting network. You had mm-hmm. a guy that's in a film network uh, group mm-hmm. um, here. Like where do you fit into like these sort of like communities honestly, and hopefully
0: no one from the film community is listening, I don't want to be a part of it. Um, and that's, I mean, and that's fine. I mean, <laughs> right? well, fuck that. Fuck them. Like, they should... Yeah. You should
1: if you say that, like, okay. Like, yeah, but like, like
0: I, <laughs> I respect that they're doing their stuff. But here's the thing. A lot of people, like, who are small, who make things like music and film, mm-hmm. it's just bad. And like, I would really like to try acting, but I don't want to do it in a poorly written and poorly directed film because mm-hmm. then it makes your acting look bad. So if I ever... when I The next time I make a short film... I want to write and direct it and then act in it and just like have someone else be the actual cinematographer uh. or something because that's the, like, it, that's why I think I moved away from film. You need to control so much of it if you want it to be happy or you have to trust people but anyone who you're trusting at this level is pretty shitty otherwise they're not, you know?
1: Your level of control, like you you need a high level of control to be happy in a yeah. lot of situations, don't yeah. you? Well, it, in a lot of situations. <laughs> um,
0: I well, mean, like on the show, I don't give a shit. Like, the oh, guests yeah, don't no, talk about course. anything. Like
1: you're inviting random fucking people on you yeah. can get a crazy magnet at any yeah. point in time
0: so Like, uh, and control is such an interesting thing because I think everyone wants to control Mm -hmm. their own lives. But an art that I put out that I have my name behind, and especially if it's um, like featuring me as an artist, why wouldn't you want that? I would want control yeah, over it course. 100%. If I didn't have control over it, and then they put it out and it makes me look like a shitty actor, I'd be like, all right, well, fuck that. Yeah, you uh, know?
1: like I'm never gonna, I might not get another opportunity yeah. to work in this, or like I'm never gonna work with you again. I, yeah. I, I understand that. You
0: know, so that's why I'm like, like, I don't think I want a lot of control. Then again, I'm an editor and like I edit like audio, like I'll help people edit music and stuff. Um, I actually just recorded the Tiny Desk concert for Hannah Sophia who came on the show, um, but I'm, like, I'm like, I like, I like editing stuff. That's cool. So maybe, or yeah, like, well, not a tiny desk concert, but the audition tape for it. So she sends it to him, and no, then she yeah, actually goes stabbing. to him. I mean, that's cool. Right, and I'm like, I'm happy to do shit like that for free to people, because like just a, a small chance at something coming out of it. Um, editing feels good, and maybe it is because of the control part of it. I don't know. Do you like control?
1: I, I have a really... I I love... And more as I kind of like move towards this like new stage in my life where like I, I have all these ideas and mm. like I want them to be well represented like my comedy or like anything like that. But like just thinking about it, I have a pretty high tolerance for like ambiguous situations. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a fucking easygoing guy, man. Yeah, you seem it. Like nothing you're going to do is really going to knock me off too much. Like, yeah, I might get in my head, but... yeah. You get in your head like sad, depressed, or anxious no, about it? Or like, no, what I, would
0: me throwing you off do where you get in your head?
1: Oh, I just think about it for the next five weeks. <laughs> oh my God, that's a long fucking time. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> no, I just think about it for the next five weeks, but it won't be like, five I won't be like weeks. drilling, like, it won't be like circulating in my head and I yeah. won't be getting down, but it'll just be like a certain situation will come up and I'm like, that fucker just said that to me. Like about, a personal like, insult. Like like weeks if ago, I gave yeah. you
0: a personal insult, it'd stick in your head or what, oh, what no, kind of thing? No, shit. Well, the. What's something that's stuck in your head? Because I I can't imagine back. something oh, that's stuck like, in my head for a month.
1: Say things like, ah. Oh. See, that's the thing. You just put me on the spot, and now I'm not going to be able to think of anything. <laughs> well, but and no one ever can. <laughs> but
0: also, why would you want to tell someone something that like no, really hurts you? It's not like
1: it's not like sometimes it could be. Dude, it could be anything. Yeah. Like it could be a quote that somebody said, or mm. like that like really affected me, and like it'll sit there and just mm. mill in my head for like the next five weeks, and I won't forget about it. Or that's like cool. something that happened. Like the other, like, not that long ago, this lady in this grocery store. I think about this all the fucking time right now, man. (laughs) Yeah, I hate that people don't walk like they drive. Walk like they drive. Walk like you drive. Walk on the right side of the road. Oh yeah. Get where you're going. No point A to point B shit. Don't cut me off. Be respectful. Look ahead. Keep your head up. Right. Yeah. You in a this,
0: supermarket? You just put that on the carts. Walk yeah, like you yeah, drive. right. This yeah, girl like did,
1: this girl like did this shit with me. she's coming at me. I'm on the right side. She goes to cut over, and I just like you know that do that whole entire awkward like uh, uh, yeah, uh, left uh, right uh, uh. yeah. You go right, I go right sort yeah. of thing. Steps on my shoes. Oh, like
0: okay, you are know, you like a white white shoes kind of guy? Yeah, I am a
1: white shoes kind white of shoes. Guy. I'm, I'm a white shoes kind of guy.
0: I'm, bla- I'm black <laughs> shoes kind of guy for that exact reason. I think I just look bad in white shoes too. Um, yeah, I agree with that. My, the one, my one big pet peeve uh, in terms of that stuff isn't people walking. It's people driving when they're about to turn, like turn right on a one-lane road, and they come to almost a complete stop, like on a 55-mile-an-hour road, and they have a fucking huge-ass turn. Oh, yeah. No, I get that. And I'm totally. like, you got you to be taking that turn at 30. I yeah, swear yeah, to God, man. I know hey, you can. I've hey, taken guy, that turn or, at 30. <laughs> or
1: get in the other lane yeah and be courteous enough like especially if or it's yeah. a left turn yeah. and like there's no traffic yeah. in front of you just oh get in the left God. lane brother. because
0: you can't cut them the lane. no way. yeah no or i else you're
1: gonna t-bone somebody seriously my biggest
0: yourself. pet peeve dude anyone who slows down that much to take a turn unless you're like a million year old grandpa I i'm just gonna think be people mad
1: don't think yeah. enough about what they do at any given point in time i don't all the time but yeah right? no good point no yeah. exactly <laughs> like uh, and and that's the kind of shit that gets in my head. Mm. Is like when people aren't thinking about what they do, when people don't have any feel yeah. for the situation, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, have some feel, man. Yeah. Like you're you're walking down the side of the road. I'm clearly having this beeline path. Yeah. And you're gonna cut in front of me when I'm walking that's this. That's stuck in you for that long. Use some goddamn math and figure uh, out that I'm gonna get there before you get the chance to clear me and then we're gonna have this so awkward conversation. Funny. Well- <laughs> So
0: here's the thing. here's the thing. I'm like, oh man, I really respect that you don't let Trump get in your head and let him win, but you let that lady win. Like, oh yeah, she no, took all the time. Me- I let
1: I let random shit win in my head all the time. It's, it's so ridiculous. That's funny. man. That's the thing is like I won't because like I'm I'm me. I'm gonna let people things that affect me aren't gonna affect everybody else. No, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no. Like Trump doesn't affect me like shit that that happens politics don't affect me yeah you can't let it just doesn't affect our lives you know but the other thing and that's where I think my comedy comes from like a lot of it is like taking those things that are gonna affect Mm, me and then like okay well my friends are going to rat on me or, like, make fun of me for this. They're mm-hmm. going to rip on me if yeah. I ever tell them about this instance. Okay. So, like, what what am I going to say to get ahead of that? So is it, like, almost like self-deprecating humor about events that happen to I you? I don't them? think so. I think it's just being silly. I tried a little bit of the self-deprecating thing, but yeah. I realized that I'm a white, straight male at 6'1". Yeah. And I like, the most thing that ever happened to me was I got bullied for my ears kind of being too big. Yeah. And then I kind of did a couple of sets like with that um, mm-hmm. involved. And I realized no one gives a fuck yeah nobody cares that's hilarious nobody dude. and no one finds it funny either yeah i mean like maybe it's because i haven't found the right punchlines, but that's um, funny because my my comedy is going to be
0: self-deprecating humor in a different kind of way it's yeah, going to you know, be uh bad boyfriend humor or like 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 mm. like just me like saying situations where it's like wow that guy's an asshole and then i'm going to bring it all together in this beautiful like like bow and it might fall completely flat but i'm like i don't know i don't even know if that's
1: self-deprecating but i don't think it is i think that it's I don't think it's self-deprecating. I think like, self-deprecating is like what Mike does. If you know the guy who like makes yeah, fun of himself yeah. for being like fat. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's self-deprecating. Okay, yeah. You know like I have a joke that like, you know, I'm I go to this, the University of Oregon right now and I've been going to the University of Oregon for a while. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still studying. Yeah. Like I should have my doctorate right now because I've wow. been in school for 6 years. Yeah. And like that's the premise of the joke and like yeah. how how can I make that funny? Mm. So, I think that's a little bit of self deprecation. Yeah, but but
0: see, that's a funny thing. I don't even know if Louis C.K.'s is self deprecating, but it seems like it. When a Mm -hmm. really sad human being starts self deprecating humor, I just almost feel bad for them. It's hard to laugh at them.
1: That's why a lot of this stuff, and I'm certain that you saw it too. I don't laugh at the stuff about like drugs and like the bad trips and stuff that people have. Oh, not bad trips. Not bad trips, but like um, more like the drugs thing of like. I, I guess it maybe. Wait, it's you, just weren't, there when, you weren't there when you weren't there when I
0: did stand up, were you? No, I wasn't. Okay, okay I thank God. Was. Okay, because I had a joke about drugs. <laughs> it was uh, taking Adderall as a performance enhancing drug for meditating faster. you know, <laughs> well, you see,
1: <laughs> but see, <laughs> things like that are funny. It's like yeah. when people talk about like. Well, I did a lot of drugs, and this happened. Oh, yeah. See, that's not very fun. And I was
0: just like, I'm considering doing it. It's pretty much basically like, hey, maybe I can take meth and meditate better. It's like, no, it's not going (laughs) to work. But it's like, you know, it helps you do shit faster. Um, But no, since I have taken psychedelics, whenever I hear people talk about it or in movies, it's so obvious they've never taken it. It's like, that's very cringe. Right. It's embarrassingly cringe. It'd be like if someone's like, like has a joke about smoking marijuana. Yeah, it's like, dude. I couldn't remember a single thing that happened to me that night and all these things. I'm like, you know, weed doesn't right there, work buddy. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. So I'm like, all right. Like, that's the thing, especially with mushrooms, because I think it's almost like a cliche thing that you can be like, oh, you take it and then like you start seeing things. I'm like, you factually, you don't see shit. And now ever.
1: everybody's microdosing now.
0: Yeah, everyone's microdosing. So. I don't know. I've tried it, man. I took, I, I microdosed LSD every day for, Three months didn't really do anything, like it didn't do that much for me in terms of anything that I'd keep doing for sure.
1: But you know, it works for some people, it works for different yeah. people. Props That's crazy. To them. I've never like actually had a conversation about this, really. Yeah, no, I like I, uh, a lot of my friends. You know, like I, I don't know if you like knew any of the people that I ran with in high school, but mm-hmm. like even now, it's like a bunch of people who are really engraved in the sports industry and things like that. Oh, and, cool. Um, it's very, I, would, I wouldn't say it's conservative, but in terms of like, you know, some personal liberties and stuff like that, it is fairly a conservative industry. Yeah, so like, yeah. you don't see a whole lot of it. Well,
0: it's so interesting. It seems like if you are conservative, if you're conservative, you'd think the government shouldn't be infringing on you as a person. Oh yeah, exactly. So right? it's like a conservative should be like, okay, well you can take a drug if <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, Yeah, yeah, a, yeah why would a yeah, conservative yeah. ever be like, but, but I get to tell you what to do. I'm like, no, nah, fuck that shit. That's not right. Yeah. Um. But anyways, man, we're almost just out about an hour. What what else you got? You got any things to shout
1: Um, out? No, man, I don't have a whole lot of things to shout out. I mean, like. Uh, I would say that something that we could all do, if anybody is out here listening Eugene, go out to a couple of open mics, man. Go experience what it's like. Who knows? You might want to get up there and try out your, your shit as well. But What were the best ones? Um, Amuse Days? Honestly, Amuse Days was great. Cool. Okay. I think um, there's a, one at Sessions and there's a couple other ones, but the Amuse Days one is the one that I think is, the it's the one that I've been to that is the, the most fun. What was the pizza joint one? What
0: was the pizza joint one? The Sunday that you went to? Maybe it wasn't um, a, pizza joint. Was, so a pizza
1: joint. That was, so is that Cornucopia? That is a pizza joint, right? Uh, no, it's a burger joint downtown oh, Downtown in the, in the yeah. Fifth Street Market. Mm. Cornucopia, they do like this thing. It starts at 10 p.m. Um,
0: Why do they got to start so fucking I know. late? Well, the
1: thing is there's one at the Drake that's a three-minute set, uh-huh. and that one starts at 8.30 Oh, I'd do that because yeah. Muse Day starts at like eleven, right? Right. It's it starts at, that rage. one starts at like ten. It started at like ten thirty when yeah. I went. I was like fourteenth in line. I was yeah.
0: like, Fuck this. Yeah. This so you problem. probably didn't even go until midnight, did you? It was midnight when I yeah. went yeah. So in summer that's not that bad, but in winter that's like three a.m. Mm-hmm. summertime, you know. So I'm like, I'm not gonna. That's why I went once, and after that, I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna be out until fucking midnight
1: on a Tuesday night. Yeah. So. I mean, but that's what you got to do if you want to hit three open mics. You got to do the late ones. You got to do the early ones.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of going to Amuse Days just to meet all the stand-up comics there, invite them on the show. The ones I really like, say, and they're funny, say, hey, if you can get an hour worth of material, I might throw like a little festival, have all the guests come on, all the musicians and people I know, have the musicians play, have the stand-ups do it. And I could record everyone a one-hour set from like two camera, like one static camera angle and one moving one. So just get everyone in Eugene a yeah, one-hour
1: wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, that would and be And obviously, dope. it's not
0: going to be on Netflix, but, like, it could yeah, be up think, on YouTube. I think
1: you might – uh, to be honest with you, I think you might have a little bit better luck doing, like, a 10 to 15-minute set. Yeah. Or even lot, 30. Of, yeah, or even, like, 30. Yeah. I think, like, a lot of these guys um, – Aren't that good? No, I'm kidding. No, they just not, top out. I mean, a lot of them are good, but, like, it's just, like, they they do the thing where they need to – you know, you need to write material and, like, yeah. have, have, like, a 15-minute set or a 25-minute yeah. set ready mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. And, like, that's that's
0: hard. I yeah, think. and it will – it's hard, but what makes it hard to watch is when people have it fucking on their phone or written, and they're like, "What else? What else?" and then they read off another thing. I'm like, "That's what I do not want to do." Okay, they. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that's what I do, and I'm like, oh, "I'm so sorry, man. I do not want to." do it's that. It's brutal to yeah. see that, and I'm like, "Please just remember the shit that you're gonna say." Like, I, yeah, I, I don't want to ever be a person who has a phone on me. I'd even write down like five bullet points on my hand or something, and just kind of like be like that. But
1: you don't just. I need to start doing that because, like, I'll always bring like a piece of paper up with me. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that's even fine. But just like, what else? What? And they take like probably ten seconds to get to the next. Like, they think, oh, maybe I'll do some crowd work. They never think of anything, and then they go back to that.
1: Yeah, have that, have that confidence, man. Just go in and do it. Like that's what I'm trying to learn, and it gets easier every time I go up there too. So
0: yeah, it's fun. I don't know, man. I tried crowd just really quick. I tried crowd work. I was like, okay, so it's an eight minute set or seven minute at Amuse Days, and I had four, three, four minutes written. I did my three, four minutes, and I'm like. All right, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> i like, there's not even a chance. I'm just going to stand up there and be like, what else? What else? What I want to say my
1: best joke for last, and then I get off.
0: Oh, that's a really good idea.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing
0: it next time you go
1: to Amuse Days. or Yeah, dude, I'll let you know. I think uh, I really definitely want to do it next Tuesday. So Cool. Beautiful. I'm looking forward to seeing you there, bro. Yeah, absolutely. All right. yeah. Lots no, of love for and take care. care. Thanks for having me. Come on.
0: Happy. Yeah.